Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is Pet O. Pet O, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. We had date night on Friday, which Ooh. is yeah, I know it's a rarity when you get to be this age. Um, and uh, originally we we're gonna go to a show at Second City downtown, but being a married couple in our early 40s we had absolutely no idea that Lollapalooza was happening in downtown Chicago this weekend so we booked this <laughs> we booked this like romantic night downtown and then you know av- as it drew closer we realized that we booked it during Lollapalooza weekend so uh during that weekend in Chicago it becomes an absolute shit shit fest and like hundreds of thousands of people everywhere a bunch of teenage girls and Daisy Dukes on drugs the hotels are crowded. The restaurants are crowded. Lyft is on surge pricing the whole fucking time. So um, originally we we're going to go, like I said, we we're going to go out. We we're going to go to dinner and go to a comedy show. And we opted instead to uh, just stay in the hotel room, order Kuma's, which is my favorite burger place here in Chicago, um, eat some edibles and watch Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> what? Which, yeah, which I is now my second time seeing it, and her first. And I got to say, we had a pretty fucking good time. Um, we probably laughed more at that movie than we would have if we had actually gone to the comedy club. It was, uh, it was a whole new experience watching it, knowing it, knowing that it was going to suck. Yeah, know, knowing like not having your expectations drop to the fucking floor, and also being, you know expectations were way down but uh, everything else was really fucking high and um yeah man we had a we had a really good time like that whole the whole like dinosaur flea market scene yeah in, in malta what which the fuck is, is going on during all that you know it looks so cheap like it yeah. like you, you could tell they used animatronics for a lot of it which was kind of cool but like things either looked cheap or like indiana jones or like star wars like when they're in that 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 Air Force pilot, the new character, when they're in like the cockpit of her plane, like it is framed exactly like the Millennium Falcon. Like there's so much stuff. Alan Grant in the tunnels with the Demetrions or whatever, and, and his hat and everything. Like there's just so many nods to like Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Uh, I don't know. It was it was it was neat watching it again, and it really remind, reminded me of the first time I saw Jurassic World, where like. I remember walking out of that theater for the first time and being like, was that a bad movie? I think it was a bad movie. <laughs> and and having to go back and see it with my kid a couple, like the next time I had custody, going back and seeing it with him and liking it more the second time with him because he enjoyed it. And I, and the, the pressure was taken off, I guess. And you could just kind of watch it for what it was. Um, right. So, so I know like a couple episodes ago, we totally shit on Jurassic World Dominion. And you were very disappointed. The hand stuff is even more ridiculous, though. Chris Pratt holding his hand up to random oh, yeah. dinosaurs that he's never met before. You, you, it becomes like a do a shot every time he does this thing, you know. Although I don't recommend you turn Jurassic World into a drinking game like that because you will fucking die. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. constant, constantly raising his outstretched hand to everything he comes across, and somehow it works. But uh, wasn't the girl do it too at some point? Oh, it, yeah, it gets contagious. And, and Alan Grant, they all fucking do it at some point. He teaches point. everyone the trick. Yeah. Oh my god! And all it is, all the trick is, is just to raise your fucking hand. Yes. Yeah, that's how it works. So if you ever it's come a... across a dinosaur in the wild, you know that you can just raise your hand to it and it won't eat you. Especially at the the dinosaur swaparama. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus, like the fucking Compton swap meet of dinosaurs. Uh, that was so fucking, that's crazy. I, I honestly have like a newfound respect for that movie. And we couldn't rent it. Like we had to buy it for like 1999. So now oh we own God. it like digitally, which I told my kid, anytime you want to watch it, let me know. We'll watch that fucking thing again. And I'll yeah, just. I would not never have bought that movie. When you ever, uh, when you ever, for nineteen ninety nine, maybe for a dollar ninety nine at a fucking <laughs> like a used movie at, store at the swap meet, yeah, at the I'm flea sure, market, right. yeah. maybe if it was a box of other movies, <laughs> I just so happened to acquire it. But then I'd be like, "Damn it, Jurassic fucking World Dominion!" <laughs> I'd be so disappointed. Like, really? <laughs> that was pretty much it for my weekend. I spent a lot of time working on stuff like uh, the show, the Patreon episodes we got coming up um the 48 hour film project which is chugging along very nicely got what uh sent out probably the last pair of slides to friend of the show cassie um she should be getting those soon are you supposed to be name dropping people when you're buying them the slides because that's going to be their feet in this calendar i mean i don't know if i don't know if I guess. I mean, should we talk about some of the people on there? Like, no. no. Okay. <laughs> no. I know it's supposed to be anonymous. We'll bleep her name if you want. I don't know. I'm not trying to out her or anything, but <laughs> I don't think Cassie's gonna mind. But yeah. Um... But we're pretty good. I got a lot of pictures. Uh, I know. I think like I know like uh, like Drew's probably gonna want me to mention him so that he can get publicity. Oh for my his god! Stuff. You stop name dropping people. <laughs> Ask him first. <laughs> okay. Sorry. How many people do we have currently? seven so why not just go a full calendar we do we do i just no. gotta have candace do the go a new to person shutter, every month shutterfly well no i mean i think i would rather go with themes and the other thing too is everyone gave me pictures but like i think once we come up with themes i might reach out to the people individually and say hey can you take pictures like this because i got a lot of beach pictures which look cool did i send you any of those no Oh my god! I don't, so I don't want them. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people went to the beach and took like you know their feet in the sand or like the sandals sure. in the sand and all that kind of stuff. It looks really good. And then some people did it in the grass, and then like uh, Jim Jam did them, um, like his oh my like god, you keep costume. I think they want to be. I don't think they're. I don't think anyone wants to be anonymous. It's cool. Um, so yeah, it's I I think what I might do is is hold on to those people, and then when we come up with like a calendar theme just kind of say hey guys let me get this and let me get that i don't or we could do i mean we'll, we'll talk about different options but yeah we got about seven people so far you know and that's not inclu- including me and you i'm not being i'm not doing this you don't want to <laughs> do that, that. No. all right <laughs> no. well, I that's like the other the- thing too is like if i i don't i like the idea of making a calendar but then it's like i gotta sell the fucking calendar or i gotta mail the fucking calendar like I'd rather try to do something with it online so that I don't have to worry about actually distributing these things. Like if we just did it on like our Instagram or if we, or I don't know, do we have a website or something or a Twitter? We just did like a monthly promo. I don't know. We'll figure something out. No, we're not. No. uh -uh. If you're doing this, it's going to be in a calendar separate from the show. (laughs) I know it's the show's logo, but. Right. It's it's separate from the show. I don't like feet. I don't want to look at them. I you don't know, want them on my social media. I don't like feet either. Like this is not this is not me stoking the fires of my own foot fetish. Like I really don't. Like this isn't just so everyone's clear on that. This was just like a merchandising thing. Like I saw that we were sa- we were selling footwear, and I just thought it would be interesting to make a footwear calendar for people that I don't know. 
I guess I didn't really think it through. But <laughs> I've like dated guys for like extended amounts of time and have never fucking seen their I mean they freak me out that bad. I've never seen their feet. Oh, I'm wearing flip flops. Oh, I'm wearing flip flops right now. I no, wear flip flops all the time. I, I, I take care of my feet. I mean, I'm not like I like it's gross not that, it's not like it's not like just gross feet it's just like i i don't know how to explain it it's like a body horror thing for me i don't like feet i think they're weird i think they look weird they're like they're kind of almost like hands that you walk on with short fingers i don't like them i don't know <laughs> well i mean to a certain <laughs> they extent do. they just you know i just don't like them so i mean yeah so i don't want to look i don't want to look at them i don't want to look at any of them i have i have like two perceptions of feet either they're okay or they're gross like if someone has like gross gnarly feet that registers on my radar but otherwise they're just feet you know what i mean and like i can appreciate a good pedicure but like i don't i've never looked at feet and like been attracted to it like if if i don't watch like fussy porn you know what i mean like that doesn't do anything for me but like if someone's got like real nasty i've i've seen people with like really nasty hobbit feet with like hairy toe knuckles and like you know you know what i'm talking about no so mine's even like all done up pedicure very nice very solid feet looking great foot tattoos you know all that still doesn't make a difference to me between that and and a fucking fungal infested foot they're both equally disgusting to me yeah they're both gross to me i don't know why that is yeah. but it just is that way um i don't know maybe maybe something traumatic happened when i was a child i don't know <laughs> yeah people say people say foot fetishes come from like when they're babies and they're like always crawling at their mother's feet or something like that oh, that's, that's where that comes from is because that's your first like that's how you know that's how you identify people as a child some I don't, I don't know, know boot to the face or something i don't know i just don't like I don't it know. it freaks me out but uh okay. well, last thing i want to talk about real quick just quick plug uh thursday this third well if you're listening to the show tomorrow uh august 4th i'll be on a twitter or not twitter yeah twitter spaces is that what it's oh, called yeah uh the speakeasy prevents terror talk with special guests chivis films chivis films is my buddy derek's production company i've done a lot of work with him uh his n- new movie coming out torture the flesh it's almost done i'm a producer on that i've shot and ridden and you know and done boom operators and acted in and he's another one of my filmmaking buddies we do tons of stuff together and me and him and a couple other people from chibis are being interviewed on this twitter spaces thing so thursday night go on twitter you'll see me on it stop in the room and say hello that's it and it's 8 p.m chicago time central i'm gonna come crash it please do Please do. And, and direct all your questions towards me. Because, like, Derek, this is, like, Derek's thing. Like, I am second. I am definitely second banana to him in this regard, which is fine. You know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, he's going to shoot, like, my 48-hour film for me this year. Like, he's going to be the cinematographer. Like, we work on each other's stuff. But this is definitely, like, his rodeo. And I'm just going to be at, like, one of, you know, a couple people talking about Chibi stuff. But, yes, please crash the room and just direct all your questions specifically towards me. And just <laughs> I'm going to every single one. I'd be like, this this question's for Pato only. Yeah. I don't give a shit about what what's his name? Derek? Derek Brash. Fuck you, Derek. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why the heck was that? Yeah. Be like be like Pat, when is it when's Tentacles Part Two coming out? What was Derek your motivation? <laughs> what was your motivation behind Tentacles? <laughs> yeah, man. If if you're a fan of the show and you've bought one of the Tentacles uh 
Blu-rays at some of our live appearances. He was the guy who made Tentacle Go. Yeah, which they, they're all they're all gone. All of those are gone. Um, Pato um, sold a movie uh, for a long time at our booths, and if you didn't buy one, well, too bad, so sad. Now you can't. I've got the last one. Sorry. Right. I was gonna get more. I went back to the distributor, and he's like, "Sure, I could sell them to you at cost for fifteen bucks a piece." I was like, "What?" Well, fuck that. Yeah. I was like, I'm a, "I was only selling them for five dollars a piece. Like, what the fuck?" Right. So, okay. yeah, yeah I'm not gonna go to our shows and expect to pay five fucking seventeen dollars or some shit for that. No, right. thank you. I value our fans too much. If you go to our booth and you have seventeen dollars to spend, you better be buying a T-shirt. Sure. Absolutely. Well. Right. Anyway, well. My weekend, I uh, I watched The Sacrament. What did you think? Um, you know, I'll tell you. I as okay. If I did not know that it was about Jim Jones, then I I would have liked it just fine. But because I know that that's what it was about, um, you know, they took a lot of artistic liberties, and I was like, God damn it, that sucks. Because otherwise, it's a good movie. Well, they're not supposed to be at Jonestown. I understand that part and like I would get that and like I was talking to somebody else about it too and that's what they said also except for the fact that they and I know this because like after we after we recorded our Jonestown episode I kind of went crazy and I watched like literally every single thing that I could about Jonestown and um (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know I became obsessed with it for a minute and um you know so after that happened um that I did that but in this film, they fucking straight up ripped lines directly from Jim Jones's mouth. And yeah, and that that dude looks a lot like Jim Jones too. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look anything like Jim. He looks like really? uh, Oh my John god, Goodman. John Goodman. Yes, looks exactly like fucking John Goodman. Oh, I thought with the glasses, he looked like the picture. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, but when I compared the pictures of the actor in the movie to the pictures of Jim Jones, I saw. While researching, they looked a little similar, but maybe not. I didn't think it looked like him at all. But you know, like I said, if if it if it wasn't for that, you know, then I'd be like, oh, it's a pretty good movie. But because I know that that's what they based it off of, and again, I get it, artistic liberty, sure. You know, it's not a bad movie. It's not badly made at all. Um, it's obviously not like they were trying to go for the fa- the found, you know, not found footage. It was kind of found footage, right? Especially yeah. like a documentary, like a mockumentary. Except like they did a bad job at that mostly because like you could tell that like you know the camera is not correct you know like the camera angles and things like that compared to like where everybody else is like you can tell that's not right Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it was kind of silly sometimes yeah it wasn't it wasn't bad you know i didn't hate it um i i suggest people watch it i'm glad i watched it i didn't spend any money to watch it i think it was on tubi or some shit so oh gotta love the tubi so yeah i mean no loss there you know it's not 20 dollars on jurassic world dominion so (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't terrible um and then uh sunday we went swimming which was you know fine or whatever but uh my daughter who is 10 for the first time in her life got a sunburn that's very impressive for the first time well well, so my daughter you know i'm extremely fair skinned my daughter is not she's olive skin she's more like her dad i mean not granted he's a white guy he's got lots of native american in him so you know she doesn't have that fair skin so normally she doesn't burn she never has before in 10 years so she got a sunburn for the first time ever and she just doesn't know what to do with herself yeah and it's like weird to watch this like take place because she doesn't understand that like it's just gonna fucking burn. There's mm. <laughs> not a whole lot you can do. That, <laughs> Except I, wait it out. I so. have I have memories of that of like 
just the the sunburn on my back and my shoulders where it, like it itched like crazy yeah and you, you try to put aloe on and all it does is make it itch more and more and it's, yeah oh my god i'd be going crazy on the like convulsing around and my mom just looking at me like what the fuck do you want me to do you know <laughs> it's not even like that bad like it's not one of those i mean it, yeah it's, i'm sure it's sore like but i mean i'm more burnt than she is and you know but you know wear, wear your sunscreen i mean first of all the sun makes you old and leathery and ugly and it's not good for you and you should wear sunscreen um all the time even if you no, don't them. i i do sunscreen with my kids but like i'm still like that irish where like okay you just burn the first time you go into the sun <laughs> you just burn like in may or something or like Mar even as far early as march at the, at the south side irish parade you just burn and after that first burn you're good for the rest of the year yeah <laughs> that's it that's how yeah. i'm used to it you know what i mean but that's, with my yeah. kids I, I do try to avoid that because i would i can i can deal with the burn i don't want to listen to like a screaming in pain child and then i feel like neglectful as a parent you know what i mean it's like oh i should have just put fucking sunscreen on him right yeah. I understand that. Well, it's, like I said, it's not good for your skin. You should wear sunscreen, but you know, uh, do which one? You guys are adults, so right. <laughs> I can tell you what to do. Um, so we did that, and uh, was that my weekend? Is that all I did? Yeah, pretty much. I really didn't do much. Um, I've oh, been... you had a show premiere uh, Sunday night. I did. I keep forgetting. Oh my gosh, that's right. Monster Radio is still going very strong um actually the uh show that we released on sunday is a show that um we had recorded back when it was a different show um so it's actually a throwback episode but it is the um uh, black demon shark so if you're interested in gigantic sharks um that uh is a good one to check out so definitely check that out monster radio is actually now on all podcasting platforms so you mm -hmm. can uh look it up and it is out there um and we did that um pato and i recorded uh the weird world a new episode of weird world which is out today now that you guys are listening to this it dropped today so if you're not a patreon member i i, I keep saying this go subscribe to the patreon i mean what are you even doing with your life um you know you get all kinds of stuff you get weird world i shared a very personal um encounter that i had had as a young child um there was also some there's some very interesting recorded conversations on there from somebody else. I'm not going to say much more than that. Um, very exclusive. You definitely don't want to miss out. Um, tons of other stuff coming up. Uh, Pato and I are getting ready to um, break apart Hellier over in the Ooh. Patreon. So <laughs> you guys don't want to miss that either. Um, I stole this line, but I love it so much. I'm going to use it. Um, if uh, Jim Jones could get 900 people to drink Kool-Aid, I can get 900 people to give me a dollar. So <laughs> go to the Patreon, pay my fucking bills, please. And thank you. That would be wonderful. Um, then also, there's a couple of things going on this weekend. I won't be there. And listen, I am extremely depressed that I won't be. But Cryptid Bash 2 is happening this weekend in Morgantown, West Virginia, the Morgantown Art Party. Um, go check it out tons of great people there with awesome art artwork um just the people in general are great i know they've got speakers this year they've really beefed up the game so um you know go check that out but there's also a bigfoot festival happening here in ohio in hawking hills so if you're not quite in uh, west virginia go attend the bigfoot festival i can't vouch for it. i've never been to it i think it's the first one this group has put together or maybe one of the first um but that should be cool and uh yeah you know and also another thing I, I think i forgot to plug 
I did an episode. I, I was on an episode of uh, Our Strange Skies podcast, um, which was great because, first of all, it's a great show. Um, second of all, it was going over the year 1967 and all of the UFO events that were happening at that time. So um, it's a great series that the guy did. He did the uh, he covered the flat between 1965 and 67. Um, and he did a really good job. I think our episode was like three hours long, <laughs> so, wow. which ended up being the longest, but it's really good stuff. Um, go check that out. I don't think I have anything else to plug. I always feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, duh, <clears throat> myself. Jeez. Um, on October the 1st, I will be um, at the Ravenswood Library Mysticon. Mm. I will be one of the speakers there. Um, I'm not entirely sure who else is going to be there yet, to be honest with you. I, I don't know too much about it, um, but that is in uh, West Virginia, at the, again, the Ravenswood Library. And um, October the 8th and 9th, I will also be, this one is, is kind of an exclusive announcement because it's not fully announced yet, but um, I'll be speaking both days at an oddities event um, happening in Pennsylvania. I can't remember where exactly, Monroeville, I think. I don't know, but stay tuned for that. If you're in the Pennsylvania area and you want to hear me talk about, I don't know what I'll talk about yet. Probably Mothman. You know, that's what I do. That's what people want to hear about, right? So. Mm -hmm. That's when gotta, I'll be got to play the hits. Got to play the hits. So, um, I want to address. <laughs> I want to address something real quick. Um, so recently we got a bad review on on Apple Podcast. We got a one star review. Oh my lord! A one star, yeah. And let me tell you something. Don't be that dickhead. You know, don't leave a one star review. Just don't fucking listen to the show. Right? Just don't listen to it um but uh we got a one-star review because somebody complained that our banter was too lengthy and they didn't care and they just wanted us to get to the topics and let me tell you something if you want a podcast that just gets straight into the po the topics and has no personality i got a whole list for you they're out there okay? <laughs> they're out let's, there. Na let's name names <laughs> right right i, mean, I, subs I subscribe to a few just, right they're out there just yeah and you know what? They're not bad shows for what they're worth. But if we were doing exactly what they were doing, then we would get absolutely nowhere. Mm. And uh, whether you listener like it or not, people like listening to us talk. Mm. That's why they're here, you know. And we can have a good time. Listen, I, I say some dumb bitch shit. Pat Pato says some dumb bitch shit. Um, we're dumb bitches, but we're also very smart and give very good information. Because listen, I, I listen to those other podcasts. And as somebody that does the investigating full time on some of these subjects, um, people get the shit wrong a lot. So, I mean, if you want the facts or at least the facts as, as much as we can give them to you, this is the show to do it. And you're going to fucking listen to how our weekends went before you get there. So that's that. If you aren't here for that kind of talk, skip like 30 minutes into the episode. Like it ain't that difficult. Just skip to the topic. You're fine. You can, you'll, you can do it. We come, it's, it's a show every week. We do it for free. I mean, <laughs> you're listening to it for free. You paid nothing to be here. Um, so, you know, there's that. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. I don't, I mean, I see it that we got. It hasn't posted yet. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. And most of them are five-star reviews. But, you know, here's the problem with the internet is that it gives everybody an equal, uh, everybody an equal microphone. It does to talk out of and just because you have an opinion doesn't mean yours is actually worth listening to and uh, <laughs> you know i don't know I, I i think that 
taking the time to leave someone a one star review um, tells me that you have an issue with the people themselves. I, I, I doubt this is some random person. Um, I think it's, I mean, it could be, but it's more likely somebody that we offended and have nothing to do with the podcast. They're just being a crank. You know it's what I mean? Like, the only other bad reviews we've had were like that. I think it was like one. <laughs> the, yeah, the QAnon one, which is fair yeah. enough because I feel like that was something where we could have probably delved a lot deeper into it. Um, and we were just kind of, I think we both came to the table with that one with preconceived notions of how that episode was going to play out. And, uh, you know, whatever. That's That was in the past. And, you know, you got one fucking prick that's going to be like, oh, one star, you guys talk too much. It's like, well, what are we supposed to be doing here? Juggling? Like, it's a fucking podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should juggle more on the show. I You know what? It, the whole thing reminded me of it. Remind, this, here, we, here we are bantering. Uh, reminds me of when I, once again, when, when I was at a band and uh, we had... We, we would get notes from like one of the guitar players parents he used to come to like the, the parents would come to every single one of our shows which was nice it was nice to have always know that there was friendly faces in the crowd right but like then the guy would come into practice and be like so my parents said we have to stop covering hey jealousy because uh we're kind of getting bored with that song and it's showing on stage or my parents said that we shouldn't drink so much before we play because it's making us look sloppy and unprofessional or my parents, and it's it, fine. It's like your, your 60 year old parents aren't in this fucking band. We are right. Like it's yeah. good to hear advice and feedback, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you can't just do whatever any random fucking shithead on the internet says, you know, cause then we'll be, we'll be running around chasing your own tail. Like, sure. I don't know. Yeah. But hey, all I got to say is uh, next time, instead of posting a one-star review, do it better and send me a link and I'll listen to it. And if it's good, I'll take notes. How about that? Sure that's i think that's a lot more i I agree it's a lot more productive you know here's the thing about it is that we we do have a lot of listeners for the show a lot of you guys listen to the show and and i I love the heck out of you i'll heckle you if you give me money over on patreon and be mean but you know obviously i love all the support and it's wonderful you little pay pigs i love oh exactly um So, you know, anyway, um, a lot of people listen to the show. A lot of people also reach out to me directly. I guess you guys don't reach out to Pat O as much. I don't know why. You could reach out to him, too. I um, do, but I just, I'm always like, thanks. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe continue to reach out to me because I guess I'm nicer. Um, I will respond, you know, but but it is hard. It's hard to do that. And so when I get to get here and sit with my microphone and talk to you guys and tell you about what I'm up to and, and things like that, that's my way of being able to connect with you directly you know I, I want to know each and every one of you right i, I do um but i want pictures of your feet i mean that's all <laughs> wants pictures of your feet right <laughs> he wants to know each and every one of you intimately yeah. um you know i don't i just wear platonic but um <laughs> you know but still you can pretend that that we're more than that by listening to how my weekend was every week on the on wednesdays we talk weird podcast so um <laughs> you know and that's i wanted that when i started this i wanted community and i love that aspect i love community and i like the closeness and i love when people come to me and say I love the banter because it makes me feel like having a conversation with two friends. You know why? Because then we meet each other. And guess what? It's just like having a conversation with two friends. It's no right. day. And I, I fucking live for those moments. So I'm oh, going yeah. to continue to have those moments. And uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck off my uh, soapbox now. Pato, anything else before I lead into the news? Uh, Tony Lee is a very good, I consider him Ooh. a very good e-friend of mine. And who is he? Some random asshole that listens to the show that came up to us at a convention, introduced himself. We were wearing the same shoes and uh, we've been friends ever since. So, yes, don't don't think that we're unapproachable or that we're, I mean, whatever. I'm no, gonna stop. Yeah. I'm gonna stop talking. Send me pictures of your feet. Buy some slides. <laughs> See, this is how um, feet brought two men together. They had the same teeth. <laughs> um, that's the story. Okay. Well. Um, anyway, I don't have a bunch of news. I did have something I wanted to discuss. Um, was about the um this these Bigfoot howls caught here in Ohio. Um, we are very popular actually for Bigfoot howls here. Um, there was some really famous recordings called uh, caught and salt fork park <laughs> i'm having a hard time speaking um that are a couple of years old but we've had others since then and um you know if i wasn't a lazy piece of shit this would be the point in time where i would edit the sound into this and let you guys hear it but i'm not going to do that there's a link in the description uh, as always you could go check it out um it is very interesting it's not like a dog you know it's not a coyote um we allegedly don't have mountain lions so it's not that it's very interesting and it sounds like there's two of them and they're kind of talking back and forth together the woman that caught them uh she's actually a researcher with the bfro um you know she has seen these things allegedly well she had one encounter with a bigfoot and then she i think her brother-in-law maybe it was somebody that she's close to at one time um had yelled into the into the woods at some point and got a response back but they didn't record that but they caught these howls uh, very interesting again i'll post them in the description um another really easy way to get access to the news that we talk about here is by well again subscribing to the patreon even at the uh the three dollar tier or even the donation one dollar tier, you get access to the discord and i post all of them there so that's easy but that's what i had to say pat have you ever uh, you know heard any bigfoot vocalizations uh no no you should listen to the sierra sounds why um because the sierra sounds are really famous they were recorded i think in the 1970s by ron moorhead and uh they are actually kind of hilarious sounding like when you first hear them you're like oh this is fucking stupid like this isn't anything but when you go and you look at ron ron has had this analyzed by the fucking cia i mean he's had it analyzed by everybody and every single person says a human nothing known could make that range of sound it's not possible with the vocal cord structure it's not possible. i will say this i uh i recently purchased a remington 870 field master it's a shotgun it's a very nice shotgun and i do plan on going hunting this season in uh the wilds of indiana and maybe parts of ohio definitely southern illinois so maybe i'll have a bigfoot encounter who knows you know, I hope you have um, a big foot encounter. I'm, I'm primarily looking for waterfowl, but uh, you know, <laughs> if I if I come across a big foot, I'll definitely put some uh, lead in it. Oh God, I can't condone that. But you know, you do you. That's what right. I said. Sure. Um, so that's my news. I got a story. So uh, do you know what happened on July 29th, 2022? Just a couple days ago. I do. What? No, no, it's, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> the Earth completed its uh, a full spin around in the shortest time ever recorded. Uh, July 29th, 2022 was the shortest day in recorded history. 
it was about 1.59 milliseconds shorter than its standard time frame. So uh, that's notable, and it's something that's not exactly new either. Back in 2020, Earth recorded its shortest month. That was the month of July. Uh, it was 1.47 milliseconds under 20 under the standard time it would take for a month. So uh, definitely the Earth is speeding up. I mean, it's recordable. It's verifiable. That's not up for debate. The Earth is speeding up. And there's a couple theories why. Um, there's no conclusive proof at the moment. But the leading theories that are doing the rounds are that the pole's weight has seen a drop due to the melting of glaciers. Some also think that the molten core of our planet's interior is moving over time. It's shifting around. Uh, some other believe that seismic activity could be the reason, and others believe it's because of Chandler's wa wobble, which is a small deviation in the Earth's geographic poles across the su surface. So um, we're not in danger of flying off into the cosmos anytime soon. You could see some issues with GPS satellites. You know, I was a repo man back when that uh, tsunami hit the Philippines in, I don't know, the mid-2000s or something. And that earthquake was so devastating that it did actually knock Earth kind of off its axis a little bit. And we were using, we were, we were one of the first uh, people using GPS. GPS was not commonplace back then. We didn't have phones that had GPS. GPS wasn't in every car. As repo men, we used it because we had to find where we were going in the middle of the night. And, you know, we paid extra for it. Was a, it was like a service that you would get, right? Where you had a device that was in your car and it had a satellite uplink and it was its own kind of thing. Um, and that system was probably knocked offline for about 10 days, a week and a half because of that earthquake in the Philippines. Wow. That's how bad Earth started wobbling. Um, so the fact that we're spinning up now and it's kind of increasing over time is uh i don't think it spells doomsday but it's definitely uh something worth keeping an eye on and if you're <laughs> if you're one of these doomsday people you can kind of draw your own conclusions from there are the poles about to shift is there something going on with the core like in the movie the core uh <laughs> who knows you ever see that movie no. aaron eckhart nope stanley tucci everyone thinks stanley tucci's a daddy now but back then he was just a guy in the movie the core hillary right. swank the next karate kid is it a good movie? Uh, it was one of those that came out like, like you know how like Deep Impact and Armageddon came out at the same time, or Dante's Peak and uh, like vo Volcano. You know how movies sometimes cool. come out like back to back like that. There was the core, and there was something else. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. And okay. It, yeah, and the core was okay. Aaron Eckhart's always a good time. Okay. Harvey Dent. That's all my news. Earth is spinning faster. Days are getting shorter nights are getting longer well this week's topic is one that uh pato has wanted to talk about for a long time what is so fascinating about the mongolian deathworm to you pato it is the most metal sounding cryptid name of all times okay I mean, a, you know. <laughs> okay so superficial reasons that's okay not, not, not i think it, yeah like i think i just heard it and i was like is that a thing and then doing just like a cursory glance at it, you realize that uh, it was the basis for Dune and uh, Beetlejuice. Sure. And my favorite, Tremors. So um, it was cool to kind of do a, a deep dive into it because it doesn't seem like something that would necessarily be made up. 
You know, it doesn't have that same feel to it like Bigfoot does the Loch Ness Monster. For some reason, the Mongolian death worm like immediately seemed like real and possible to me. Um, okay. <laughs> why are you laughing at me? Oh, I'm the crazy one? Is that what's going on now? This is Laughing Pet O episode? I'm the fucking crazy one? Dr. X, fi- Dr. X finally flipped his lid? <laughs> finally. It took you long enough. Uh, 100 episodes at least. Um, you know, so, um, this one is an interesting one because it's been around for a very long time, but there's a lot of people and probably a lot of people listening to this episode that have never heard of this or you know maybe you've heard the name in passing and you're just like oh yeah the death worm thing and like you don't really know what the deal is with it um but why is it the most possible one because it lives in the sand because i did the research and like these things actually exist all over the united states like not not to the point there's differences between like the story that um the story that roy andrews came out with you know in like the 1920s but there's there's like these biologically exist in fucking idaho like they found like they're still around they're just not like these crazy like dune things you know what i mean uh i or, like, don't know what you mean because i don't know i don't i'm very curious to hear what 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 you found on this thing okay um so we'll uh we'll kind of start at the beginning and then we'll we'll kind of go into it we'll get so, there we'll get there yeah okay all right <laughs> <laughs> Ah, is this opposite day um no uh okay i'm I'm very interested um i it's not often that i get to learn on the show so i'm just i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) um so the mongolian death worm uh was i mean it's been around the the stories of it have been around for a long time but it was mostly popularized in 1926 with roy chapman andrews um went there and he was actually well it was offered to he somebody wanted him to find this thing and bring it bring it to them um the mongolian death death worm is anywhere between two feet to seven feet long depending on who the hell you ask um it's red in color it's got like these like spikes on the ends of it um it spits a corrosive acid allegedly um at its victims or if you touch it it will electrocute you um so obviously whatever the hell it is is not a worm um many many people have been on expedition to look for this thing um i did find this story which i don't necessarily believe um where allegedly in 1954 a group of american scientists went out to go look for this thing and then they went missing and so a search party can you know was 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 conducted and they found the the scientists but they were all dead and nobody really knows why they died but again i couldn't find names or really anything else just that it happened in 1944 and they had left from a particular village or something um it was really hard to (laughs) to find anything definitive on that you'd think if a bunch of american scientists died um in the gobi desert because again this is where this all takes place Mm -hmm. um you know that we would have some type of record of it but I, i couldn't find one um so that i mean well that's the gist of it what what do you got pato well um do you i mean so giant earthworms exist right that's that we know that biologically worms get that big and even bigger um there's uh the oregon giant earthworms which obviously were found in 
the state of Oregon several times over the past 85 years, first discovered in 1937. They grow uh, three feet in length. Um, There is the giant Palouse earthworm, which grows to be 15 feet in length, first discovered in 1897 in eastern Washington state, also spotted in Ohio. They thought it was extinct until the 1980s, when they started seeing them in uh, Ohio in both 2010 and 2012. So it's kind of like, you know, we talk about cryptids can sometimes just be parts of the, you know, the biological fucking family tree that like we don't think are there anymore. And then we find out that they are, you know, and I think that's kind of what this is. Now, when you talk about the characteristics of the Mongolian deathworm, about how it, the electricity, it's sp- shooting poison, having spikes around it, you know, maybe some of that is exaggerated. You know, maybe uh, if something is poison and you touch it, I don't know how, you know, because you got to remember animals, you know, the same type of animal can evolve differently in different environments because it needs to eat, right? Why are some frogs poisonous to the touch? Okay. It's to keep them safe from predators. And in those jungle environments, the frogs that survived and reproduced and populated were the ones that gave off poisonous secretions from their glands. Okay. That's why you have, you have poison frogs in extremely dense forest populations. But if you go down to the Creek by your house and there's a frog there, it's probably not going to be poisonous. All right. So the idea that these same type of worms could develop in a hostile environment, the Gobi desert, and have more aggressive defensive like measures makes total sense biologically speaking like this is something that you would expect an animal to do in that environment right and the thing about the gobi desert is that yeah it's a desert but it's not incredibly hot right it's a desert because of deforestation and dryness it's very arid but it's not like like it's got a it's got like a 60 degree temperature swing Sometimes over the course of 24 hours, but like the, the highest it gets is like in the eighties and nineties. Right. And then at nighttime it gets incredibly cold. Okay. But it's not like when you think of like death Valley in California, right. Where it's like 120 degrees or some shit. That's not the Gobi desert, you know? Um, So you have, you have an environment, you have a climate where stuff can live, you know, it's not completely inhospitable, but where, yeah, food is going to be scarce and and, and you could have uh, more like aggressive predatory uh, evolution over time. You know what I mean? Um, and th- so that's why I think it's definitely possible. I think we know that these that worms, earthworms get this big in other environments. The fact that they could be there and that big is definitely possible. And as far as like, you know, the, the poison or the electricity, the electricity, I think, is just like. I touched it and it felt like a shock. You know what I mean? I don't think it's shooting lightning bolts and shit. Like static, like a static shock. Well, I mean, there's, there's that's a possibility too. Is that yeah, if it, if it's swimming around underground and in, in, in a dry environment, how do yeah. you else do you create static electricity? Then you touch it and it zaps you, or it could be like a neurotoxin, to where you touch it, it gets absorbed through your skin. And it feels like you just were electrocuted or something. I don't know. You know, and, and no one's ever caught one. No, no, uh, the scientists tried. Yeah. And, and scientists have never seen it, but you know what? The locals fucking swear by them. They do. Yeah. And that tells me all I need to know 
because you what? You have a group of Americans that go out there once every five years and poke around for three fucking days and they don't find anything. Well, then, gee whiz, it must not exist. Or you have the people that for generations have lived on that land, know how to live on that land, know the tricks, know that what well, you stay away from these kind of plants, you eat these, whatever. And they say that they're real. I'm believing those people. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Sure. You know what I mean? That's, no, that's, that's that's okay. I don't think it's a ridiculous concept at all. You know, no, I'll be honest. definitely right. not. Um, <clears throat> some earthworms do get that big. And have you seen those fucking things? They're so gross. I oh, know. I know. Yeah. I don't want to touch them. I don't. <laughs> no, it looks like an uncircumcised penis just like slithering around. Like, well, oh. I prefer uncircumcised penis. I'll be oh my god, are you serious? Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah. Fucking why? Oh yeah, because because they're just superior. I promise. You're. This is. They're superior. This, this might be our last episode. Actually, I'm telling I don't know you. What the, what, Uncut dick is superior. Is it because they like they're funky and like you feel even worse about gnawing on or what the you're fuck? Only is... funky if you're fucking a funky dude. Oh if my god! They don't clean their penis and their penis is gross whether you're cut or uncut. You just empowered a whole a whole subsection of our listeners right now <laughs> <laughs> that have fucking anteaters that are like this. You know what? This is probably the best day of their life. I'm not gonna rob it from them. Good for you, fellas. I'm telling you, it's literally it's, it's good nice. for you. But literally every other chick that I know says the exact opposite of what she just said. So fucking live with that. You and the only them. reason why they say that is because that's what they're told. Because we live in. Nope. in america yeah it is nope. and Listen, that is what you're bred to believe i i i have a son and before he was born oh my i God. sat down with a council of hoes and said ladies what do i do do i get him cut or not cut and it was unanimous but then they to- haven't had one that that's that's uncut i'm telling you that right now oh my god okay all right as somebody that has had lots of dicks in her life <laughs> I'm telling you that they are superior. And I'm, it's not it, even like those dudes that I were with, right, that were uncut were, like, just really great at sex. They weren't. They were mediocre at sex. It was their dick that did it all. I'm telling you. I promise. All right. This is the banter that we're getting one stars about. Let's fucking get back to the girl in death form. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, yeah. I, I think that this is possible. The the spiky things on them actually remind me of caterpillars. Okay, yeah. Because caterpillars well, can have barbs or even like they have the spiky things with like venomous, you know, they're po- they can be poisonous. There's caterpillars that will fucking kill you. Right. Like, and this and they're going to use these to push themselves through the sand too. Like right. if they are like swimming under the sand like like legend has it like tremor like the graboids and the tremors you know what i mean yeah they live in they live in the they live in the sand right i mean they buried themselves in the sand so um yeah i agree the locals do seem pretty insistent that these are absolutely real that you don't want to accidentally touch them because they will fucking shock you or they will spit corrosive acid at you um there have been well and that was another thing i i, I really tried hard to dig and find and maybe i just didn't look in the right place there's been stories of people dying from these things you know with either the the corrosive spit or the electric shock i mean that's why they call it the mongolian death worm because it can it can it can kill you from a distance it's very dangerous um 
you know, so I, I don't, uh, I don't know. And, and you know, the, the, we believe that the translation, and I'm not even going to try to say what the actual name of this thing is. Obviously, Mongolian deathworm is an English, uh, it's a white person <laughs> phrase. Um, but, you know, there's obviously the worm part was very mistranslated. So some people think that this could be a type of lizard. Right, um, the worm lizard, which right. once again looks like, I mean, it's kind of in the same, I don't want to say it's in the same family as the earthworm because that's, it, it's not really but if you were to look at the two of them you'd be like oh okay it looks it look they look very similar they behave very similar right you wouldn't i mean you'd be like ew that's a worm you know so it could right. <laughs> it could be that um you know could be a type of snake um you know somehow that was mistaken for this thing um I, you know i agree i think it could be very possible um worms are fucking weird dude Worms are weird. Like, what do you know that could just replicate itself? Right. Literally. That never made sense to me because how does it have two brains? You're cutting wow. it in half and then the other half just do their thing. And... It doesn't really have a brain. That's how, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, I should have looked that up before we did the show. I really don't understand how that works when you cut the worm in half and it just is like, oh, I'm just going to, there's two of me now. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, the nervous system is just kind of reacting to the stimuli of the environment. So that's all it is. Like they eat out of one, then they they eat out of one, then they poop out of the other, and then they just kind of slither around. Like they're not building complex societies or anything. No, they're just kind of you know, it's a ball of instinct. You know, it's and, they're really odd. Yeah, right. And they they don't have they don't have families. They don't have tribes or anything like that. They're just kind of like I mean, they're not predators in the in the sense that they prey on other like creatures but they're predators in the in the sense that all they really do is eat and shit you know and just kind of just kind of slither around so that's why if these things get big enough and they develop complex enough defense mechanisms or you know like eating implements or whatever like yeah they could pose a threat to a human being and that's why i think they're so legendary is because when you get them that you get anything that big anything over three feet is going to give a person a hard time sure you know what i mean even if it's a bunny rabbit or something you get a big ass bunny it could come down on especially you. if it's burning fucking or sending fucking burning spit your way <laughs> like it's not right. gonna be well, a good time well i don't i don't even know if that has to, like i said i just i just think back about like the poison tree frogs like, that's something, because as far as, like, spitting venom goes, like, oh, maybe that's true. Maybe that's exaggerated. Same thing with the electrical discharge. I mean, all you got to, like, realistically, just give it barbs and give it give it poison skin. You know what I mean? Which is totally realistic for something to ha- for a creature to develop to survive in that environment. You know? And but it's real. I want the acid breath and the and the electrodes. Is there anything that's, is there any creature that spits secretions that corrosive? No. That yeah, that's, no. that's what I mean. Like that, I don't think that exists. But I mean, poison, there's, there's plenty of poisonous things. So you can, you can have venom spit at you and it could cause irritation, but it's not going to burn a fucking hole through your skin. Right. Like, I, I guess, unless maybe you didn't ever wash it off ever, you know, <laughs> then it could, I suppose. But right. <laughs> it depends but on your it- sensitivity. <laughs> Then again, you're talking about the Gobi Desert, where like, if a species is going to survive in that environment, it can't be fucking around. Yeah, you know, it's got to be aggressive. It's got to be deadly, or else it's not going to make it. It's not going to last. And just through evolution, you're going to have the most dangerous things develop in that environment. 
you know. I have but. felt like, um, you know, this this was a very simple story. Um, so I wanted to just go out of my way and, and, and do a little bit of extra research on the Gobi Desert in general. Sure. Um, deserts, you know, happen to be very um, odd places. And the reason for that, um, you can actually probably listen to a previous episode of ours, which we didn't talk about. But it's because they seem to be liminal spaces. Mm, interesting. Um, you know they 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 have that weird you know just kind of traveling from one place to another i mean you don't really stop at a desert for anything in particular <laughs> you know um right. normally you're just trying to you know get in and get the fuck out because you're trying to get to whatever's on the other side um you know deserts don't really there's a lot of bad beliefs behind them because they don't really offer anything good for humans you know there's no proper um water source there's really no proper food source there's no proper shelter um it, it's just an all-around bad place for a human to be caught in is a desert um you know at least like if you were if you were on a boat or a raft out to sea you know you could still potentially have water well, maybe not but you could have food you know um you can't really have that with the desert trapped in the desert so a, a lot of beliefs, you know, say that deserts are just really bad places and they house, especially the Gobi Desert. There is there are allegedly um, ghosts there. People claim to see ghosts all the time, which, um, you know, we know people in the desert tend to see things a lot. They're called mirages. Um, <laughs> you know, ghouls hang out in uh, in deserts. And, you know, if you're not familiar with the concept of ghouls, and I don't think we've really talked about it on the show much, but um, ghouls are kind of the same thing as like the pale crawler um, or Wendigo even look like ghouls. I mean, they're just weird, sickly looking humanoids that, you know, eat people or whatever. Um, you know, they just have very interesting, um, interesting lore behind them in general. But this one incident that I found that I thought was odd, I wanted to talk about um, is, is about the Gobi Gecko which allegedly a man was out uh having a stroll in the desert and he came across a nine foot tall lizard jesus upright yeah <laughs> and he had a gun with him he shot at it and it scurried away and um i believe it actually burrowed into the sand and took off and he swears that's what he saw now what's interesting about that is that you know we've kind of talked about those kinds of creatures before and I'll, I'll name drop it again the crosswick monster in ohio was that it was like a salamander but it got yeah. on two legs and ran off and a whole fucking town saw it you know um so it's not like that's an isolated thing like we haven't seen anything like that before now what the hell is that is that is that some type of supernatural activity or, or are there fucking nine foot tall geckos that learn how to walk on two legs <laughs> Uh, I don't think supernatural. I mean, I don't know. Unless I think this not not to uh, not to give away your your Patreon episode or you know about the the leprechaun and stuff. But like, what do these things just kind of move through dimensions? Or you talk about like Skinwalker Ranch and stuff, where something does something open up and these things come through sometimes, and that's why these really weird. You know, because everything should, happen, yeah. everything should follow every, like, thing about the Mongolian deathworm is that there's there's aspects of that story that seem far fetched. There's aspects of that story that seem unbelievable, but there's a lot of it that makes sense biologically speaking. 
Okay. We sure. know these, yeah, we know these creatures, we know these creatures exist in nature. We have worms much bigger in size right here in the United States and that environment, it makes sense. There's certain things about it that make sense. There's certain stuff that may just be folklore or whatever. There's plenty of eyewitnesses from locals, all this stuff. Um, and then you get some random one-off story about a nine foot lizard. Yeah. And you're like, well, <laughs> either there's a whole bunch of them. And one guy ran into it one time on one night. But how do you explain the fact that it looks exactly like something that popped up in the in the American Ohio. Midwest? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, how do you explain that? Well, either they're full of shit or some weird stuff sometimes appears in different places on this planet. Seemingly inc- like not connected places stuff that biologically does not make sense it doesn't make sense for these things to involve in both environments in the same way unless somehow they're traveling you know yeah. and that's where that's where it gets really woo woo because you're like wait a minute what like yeah these portals open and they hop back and forth between ohio and the gobi desert well what's <laughs> the know? other explanation there's a fucking nine foot tall bipedal, bipedal lizard i mean really no, the person's lying. The person in the Gobi Desert is lying. Could now, be. The, Ohio, the Ohio one, maybe, because it, there's a whole slew of witnesses. So that's a little bit more credible, you know? Sure, sure. And, I mean, it very well could be that that never happened. Right. Um, you know, that he just made it up because, uh, just because. You know, people lie about things. It happens, um, you know. Or it's just two different giant lizards, and there's no connection between the two at all. Maybe they look completely different right because yeah, that's there, once there again wasn't a lot of details about this one again i mean i couldn't find dates i, I found the guy's name but I, you know i don't know if this was in the 1800s if this was in 2000 i don't know you know so that's another thing that was and i'm sure if i dug deep enough i'm i could find it um but i thought that it was interesting enough to bring up we'll literally never talk about it in any other episode so you know i thought i'd bring it up now okay i'm sure if it had an uncut penis we'd never stop talking about it oh my god <laughs> i'm not the one that brought up the, brought up the uncut penises pad <laughs> i guess it is my fault yeah. that was you right. <laughs> you brought it up <laughs> you know so i don't know um mongolian deathworm sure why not sure yeah no it's got my vote definitely i think uh i think like i said talk to the locals believe the locals the locals say they're there they're there don't don't listen to some random British scientist in nineteen some British explorer who by the way that guy let me pull up his name Roy Roy Chapman Andrews he was the inspiration for Indiana Jones so and he's from Beloit Wisconsin look at that I think that's where uh, what's his name is from um not not Tobias but the other guy Drew that we had on the show no, no 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 Adam yes Adam from Pine Parents Institute yes I believe he's from Beloit uh but yeah roy chapman andrews um who first brought the story of the mongolian deathworm to american audiences western audiences i should say uh yeah he was the he was the inspiration for indiana jones and um did a lot of he was also the guy to first discover dinosaur eggs which i think was in the gobi desert as well very interesting lots of things have been found in the gobi desert actually um it's it's got a very rich history you know in general yeah and i i honestly think that that's because it's so habitable like it's not like the sahara it's it's not like you know the uh mojave desert 
It's rather temperate. People live there. I mean, they're nomads, but there's people that like live in there and just kind of move around following the animals or whatnot. Sure. So. Well, that one guy was just out walking. I mean, he thought it was good enough to walk. So, right. <laughs> you know, I, you know, and it, it, it is different from like um, other stories. You know, we've got a lot of people from uh, a lot of explorers and scientists or whatever that, that come from Africa that talk about these ancient, these ancient animals. We really haven't done any African cryptids. I think we talked about one during the Thunderbirds episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, but uh, a lot of them are, um, well we talked about it more during the the dino cryptids episode you know a lot of them are like that they're very prehistoric and there's a theory behind it that it is actually um racist that's actually a racial move that people have done to kind of um just say that like if anything prehistoric is going to exist it's going to be like you know in somewhere like africa um to make it seem more um wild i guess um but anyway this doesn't have that same tone to it um you know this doesn't speak of like a white guy coming back with like crazy claims of something that he found in this weird desert desert um you know this definitely speaks more to like it being you know something that's plausible and and again the only reason why he got involved in this was because the locals wouldn't shut the fuck up about it right they wanted him to find a specimen like that was one of his goals there and he was just flabbergasted he's like i don't know what you guys are talking about i've never seen this thing but everybody says it's here i don't know and again people have gone over and over again it's been featured on all kinds of tv shows um but people have gone on expedition to go look for it and they haven't found it yet maybe it's not around anymore you know you're talking 100 years ago this guy went down there and was told about it right or maybe when you roll up and and uh jeep trackers it fucking scares it off because the rumblings or something i don't know i feel like deserts are deserts are ecosystems we probably know the least about just because of the the habitat just because the environment right so like i'm sure you know you you can only spend so much time in a desert environment now the gobi if you're going to start exploring deserts gobi is the way to go because the weather is so climate actually the so this is the the weather like swing for that is that uh, it gets 10 below in the winter with an average of 87 in the summer. Now, these are this is not like some trickery where I'm talking about the fucking Celsius degrees. This is actual Fahrenheit. Negative 10 in the winter and 87 in the summer. Dude, that's more that's more mild climate than Chicago. Right? But the thing is, is that there's not a lot of rain. There's monsoon season up in the north, but there's not a lot of rain. And with the winds and because there's like, it, it's just, you know, temperature could change very quickly too so it's not necessarily a a hospitable environment but it's not like you couldn't spend some time there if you had to i don't know i've got i've got negative 40 and then upwards of 113 in the summer which isn't great those might be highs but i'm talking about averages oh averages i see i see i see okay okay i mean what's the high i mean chicago's had a high of 113 i'm sure you know No. no way you'd know That'd be big news. We have. I will look that shit up right now. What's the highest? Look what the highest temperature ever has been in Dayton, Ohio. I'm going to look it up. I'm very curious. Maybe like, maybe 105. No way. Well, maybe for you guys. Chicago highest temperature, 109 degrees. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no, actually, uh, 
set in July 14th, 1954, set a record at 117 degrees. So that's <laughs> even high. Like, I'm telling you, this is not a bad place to live. Yeah, it's not the worst, right? It's been hotter. Right. So let's see what the coldest temperature is in Chicago. I guarantee you it's lower than negative 10. Ours was 111. Okay, I looked it up. So Chicago, and this is 1983. I was fucking two years old. Had wind chill of minus 82 degrees. And the, oh, the yeah. actual temperature was negative 23. That's Chicago in the 80s. So like Gobi Desert's like a fucking vacation. But it's still sand everywhere because it's so dry. And because of deforestation, which is something they're talking about. The Gobi Desert is actually expanding, too. It's starting to eat up into Mongolia. You know? It's a but fucking it's, worm. It's one, of those, it's one of those areas, too. Like, if you look at it, it borders the Himalayas, China, Mongolia. So, like, you don't got a whole lot of, like, I, I guarantee you get, like, just a random-ass group of Americans coming through there once every 20 years trying to like nobody's doing like large-scale expeditions in there well no you got to have the money to do it <laughs> and, and you have to the approval of the government and look at like look at what government you're working with there and i think russia's not too far from this either i mean when you go on an expedition i'm pretty sure just like as long as you get into the country when whatever legal means like you don't have to have go- like permission from the government to look for oh it. fuck you. oh i think you d- so like that's yeah. why you ever hear that like noah's ark is on is like in turkey on mount ararat or whatever Okay. Like, and they just can't. They the government won't let anyone go up there. Like, there's satellite images of this thing, and like people are convinced. There's well, some people are convinced that that. Oh, did, did you hear that thing about the Noah's Ark in Kentucky is in a lawsuit against a bunch of people? Sent me that story this week too. That no, that that real life Noah's Ark that me and my family went to over the summer in Kentucky, it's suing its insurance agency because it sustained damages from uh like rainstorms right and so what you know if it's supposed to be noah's ark it's supposed to be able to sustain well i didn't hear i didn't hear that but i know that they had damages from flooding yeah yeah (laughs) good job bro but uh yeah yeah so there's so there's all kinds of politics where they don't want people coming like all those like eastern black countries like they don't want anyone fucking around in there even if it's purely scientific stuff like what about the uh i mean the i don't know if we've done an episode on it but the, like the lot doves pass or whatever mm-hmm. where those people disappeared going mm-hmm. up the side of the mountain and they think that like the russians killed them or whatever they think a lot of different things but you know you're yeah, only gonna so- get so far yeah you're only gonna get so far exploring those those areas i mean look at us we can't even go to in our own grand canyon you know i mean giants i don't know i think because of the giants (laughs) i think if you did uh it'd be televised i think people would want to know about it i'll have to look i mean some land is protected um is is, uh gobi desert part of that like is is that is a protected land um you know you yes you can't just go dig and, and research anywhere and everywhere but i mean for the most part most things are free game unless again there's some type of protection in place for it and usually that protection is just environmental so that people can't fucking, you know, throw up a Walmart on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to look. I, I'm not anywhere near the Gobi Desert, so I, I didn't plan on investigating anytime soon. Um, but uh, for the most part, you can just go and uh, go hang out in the desert and wait for a worm to appear. I think we should we should plan like a trip. To the Gobi Desert? With our listeners, yeah. Sure. 
like, everyone everyone kicks in like i don't know we figure out what it costs for the two of us to go and then we try to find like 10 other goofballs to go with us i'm sure all the guys will be on cut after this episode oh my god fucking line, <laughs> lining them up they're gonna line, put their foreskin back on <laughs> line, line up the anteaters for that <laughs> trying to go to mongolia with you well i mean i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) you know my number seven seven three five nine weird um (laughs) or buy buy a buy a pair of our slides off off the teespring website oh my god take a picture here of your uncut dick in the slide yeah that's a great that's a good idea at least it won't be a foot you know what i mean jeez that's true true. much 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 more pleasing to, to look at um they look the same when they're hard. They look they like any other penis. It's when they're soft that they look weird, and they do look weird. But I, I'm sure you've never seen a soft dick in your life. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, uh, save that one for the Patreon. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you about exactly all three times that has happened. But <laughs> I'm sorry. This has come out of the box looking hard as the day is long. I don't... First time I saw one, I was like, "What is that? <laughs> is it broken?" <laughs> Jeez um anyway what about i want to go back to this <laughs> sure um what about if it was a caterpillar a giant fucking caterpillar right well i don't know they have little faces on them don't they but no they have little like mandibles actually yeah that could i could buy that yeah i mean if it was just a big and maybe it's not seven feet long right maybe it's like a foot right we know people suck at measuring things um a foot is more than pot i mean that's we have, huge yeah worms in idaho are 15 feet earthworms in idaho are 15 feet long like if you're talking about anything shorter than that then it's i think it's definitely possible well i mean and a caterpillar is not it's totally different from worm i mean we have you know big we, we got big old caterpillars right. um you know those do exist not quite that big i mean a foot for a caterpillar a caterpillar would be significant and then you'd have to think about what is it that that caterpillar turns into mothra mothra yeah, yeah. and we know mothra is real i've seen it on tv so <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you know, giant, so. giant caterpillar! Mongol- oh, here we go. Mongolian death worms turn into thunderbirds. It could be. How cool would that be? Or what was? I was listening to the the uh, the little person Patreon today, and you were like rattling off, like I've seen fucking UFOs and Mothmen and thunder crows, and I was yeah. like, thunder crows? What the fuck? I rem- now I remember the story, but at the time. The way you just slipped it into the laundry list of the paranormal that you come up against, I was now you, now you include uncut dicks on that too. But like, I was like, <laughs> God damn, she's out here wrestling with thunder crows. Thunder crow? You never heard that term? I know. I remember the story. I know. I know. I I never heard that term, but yeah, I remember. I remember what you're talking about. It was on like the light pole or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're called. They're just giant crows. Jeez, uh, and that's what they're called thunder crows um so it could be mongolian death worms turned into thunder crows or moth men or mothra oh or, wow yeah. I'm now just we're saying. going down the rabbit hole they got mothmen over there um they call them something else but they got mothmen over there so i mean i'm just saying what if it is a caterpillar to me when i look at it or you know i, I think about the description and what people just it, it sounds more like a caterpillar 
you know, and it would make sense because, like you said, these things were were spotted like a hundred years ago and haven't been seen since. So maybe right. it finally finished its gestation period in the in the fifties and sixties or whatever, and then flew over to Pennsylvania. Well, look at fucking cicadas, dude. They only emerge. Look at the one cicadas. You've got different broods of cicada that only emerge every so many years. So what what are they doing during like this like the seven year broods right they they are in the ground for seven years they live underground mm-hmm. and then they finally um you know they cocoon or whatever and it's not like them as a full cicada there it's like the, the caterpillar version the larva version and then they cocoon and then they come out a, a cicada so maybe that's what the mongolian deathworms do um you know so then they start surfacing a little bit more we see a little bit more of them that's where people are getting the sightings and then they cocoon and then they come out as mothra right (laughs) or whatever you know who knows um uh maybe i'll look more into uh weird flying creatures in the area and see what i find um because i mean isn't why wouldn't they like i said again i'm just sold on that i just to me it looks like a caterpillar makes sense makes a lot of sense that's what it looks like and i can believe in venom spitting caterpillars with that you're right maybe aren't uh, electric you know maybe they're not electrically shocking people um but some type of uh you know delivering some type of uh venom through those barbs um because caterpillars do that shit um so right you know that's just that's what i think i that's my that's my final word on it it's a caterpillar narratively i like that because it it sets up a a a transformation into something else so just if you thought the mongolian death forms were fierce wait till you see what they actually metamorphose into yes wow (laughs) see we're right in the movie right now and they only come out they only emerge every so many years right like the fucking creeper from jeepers creepers that's what it turns into don't bring up that (laughs) because the director's a pedophile exactly (laughs) you're right fuck that movie <laughs> but i mean the monster was cool uh, you know i don't know um no i don't i don't i don't stand the the jeepers creepers guy or movie or whatever anyway um yeah i mean i i don't know what do you guys think what do you guys think that it could be a instead of a worm or a snake or some type of legless lizard do you think that it could be a caterpillar maybe it turns into the fucking nine foot tall lizard send us pictures of your uncut dick <laughs> send pato pictures of your no I don't send, want, send I don't, the the, the twitter page i don't want to see anybody's penis we'll do ratings open up a whole other revenue stream rating uncut uh a cut johnson's i'm gonna tell you women don't like to see penises they don't like getting pictures of penises unless they ask for them and then it's just a power play yeah otherwise we don't like to see your dick we yeah. don't want to see it Unless we ask for it but like i said again then it's just a power move it's just proven that you'll do it <laughs> you were dumb enough to do this i'm gonna send it to your mother no i've never and and not that i'm like a i i realized like i have i have female friends so like i've that's something that i think i probably learned 20 years ago is that no 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 no? it's not the same guys <laughs> it's not the same it's not the same you wish it was the same you wish that you could make them as happy as they make you when they send the pictures of poop. it's not the same they don't they don't want to see it they don't care it doesn't photograph well it's just just leave it alone uh, right because let me tell you something women straight women all right and i'm not a straight women right but i'm friends with lots of women and straight women straight women want to see other women right 
you know, women. Women are just more photo photogenic. Like, right. They're beautiful. Just, yes. Yes, I agree. They're beautiful, and and we can appreciate that. You know, brunettes are. Blondes. Blondes are kind of evil. <laughs> Jesus. That's never gonna let let that one go. No. Um, you know, but women are beautiful. But then we we get pictures of dicks, and we're like, Ugh. unless it's like it's not our dick, like our dick, but like if, if it's one of ours, we're like, oh yeah, look at this. You know, then we'll show our friends and be like, look, that's that's mine. You know, um, or like I said, it's a power play just to see if he'll do it. And then we all kind of laugh and we're like, oh my god, he actually did it. <laughs> I like to step up my game though. Don't send me pictures unless unless you're shoving something up your butt. Won't do it. Won't do it. You want to impress her? Don't impress her with the size of your dick. No. Impress her with the size of the, of the hole. Fl- yeah. Flashlight you're sticking up your ass. Right. Okay. Right. And listen, it, it better not be like a pen or something. I'm talking like it better be something. Traffic cone. It needs to be bigger than your dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I gotta stop. Oh my gosh, this has turned into a very. That- um, that I mean, honestly, do you have any idea the lawsuits you could be opening us up for with like all the fucking prolapse anuses that are going to happen this week? That's not my fault. Once the show drops. Yes, we have the, the disclaimer. We are not actually telling you. No. To, no. She's no. not encouraging you. She's not promising you affection. If no. you, yeah. No. If you send me pictures of you sticking things up your butthole, I'm I'm gonna show them to my boyfriend. We're gonna laugh at you. Um. <laughs> Yeah, don't actually do that, uh, <laughs> you know, but um, I'm going to show it to everybody, actually. And like I said, I, I will send it to your mother. Um, so I will send it to your boss, whoever I can find to send it to. I will she could go it. on LinkedIn. Like that's, that's, oh, yeah. that's yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll find you. Yeah, yeah, I will find you. And I will and I will find out everybody in your life. They hold dear and I'll send it to everyone. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's the kind of person that I am if you send me unsolicited nudes. All you have to do is ask, right? All you have to do is be like, hey, can I show you Or join the Patreon. Can, you know what? We should modify it. You should so, put a Patreon yeah. tier for, like, free dick ratings or something. That's, that's not a bad idea, actually, because people, I, I get requests for those all the time. Ratings? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ratings. ratings? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Dude, I am so embarrassed to be a guy sometimes, seriously. I think you mentioned this last episode. Too. I think so, too. <laughs> I think so, too, because it's it just baffles me. I don't know. I'm telling you, they're into it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll add it to the Patreon. We'll see. I, I, right. At least pay to waste my pay me to waste my time. That'd be yeah. Um, add it to the add it to that phone call tier. That's what the phone call will be. <laughs> Is me laughing about how small your cock is. Cuck. Good idea. That's a good idea. All right. Well, <laughs> we're just, of course, we can't fucking be adults and do an episode about a worm without talking about dicks. So, <laughs> right. Especially on an episode where we're trying to cut back on the banter. Like, this, that went real fucking well. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, that's what you get for bitching. I mean, right. so, <laughs> that's the price you pay an episode. We should just call it Mongolian death dicks and leave it at that. <laughs> Um, then at least they know what they're getting themselves into when they listen to it. But uh, too late. You're already here. I hope you had a wonderful time. Um, go subscribe to the Patreon. Check out the newest episode of Weird World. I promise there's less dick um, over there. <laughs> I think there was less dick in the episode where we talked about you shooting gay porn than there was in this episode. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's over there. It's over in the Patreon. Yeah. So go check that out. Um, that's it. We'll see you guys back here. Uh, next Wednesday.